Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Well, thank you so much for joining us all again. We are in what we call the rising star interview sessions that we've been doing here in, in Mike Ferry. And I could not be happier to have Nancy with us today. Uh, Nancy's a great agent in the MFO system. And I think you're all going to get a real treat to hear what Nancy has to say about uh, what she's doing in her business. Nancy, could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about where your marketplace is and where you sell real estate today? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Tony. I am Nancy Dupre, and I work with Century 21 Masters in Long Beach, California. That's in the Los Angeles County area. And I've been working in real estate for 11 years, since 2011. And um, yeah, been in the Mike Ferry system for about six years. So you've been selling in and you cover Long Beach, which covers an area down there. So for anybody that's interested to send any referrals your way, tell, tell us about some of the, the neighboring areas around Long Beach, California that you work in. Yeah, we're in Los Angeles and I work in Orange County as well. So right around Disneyland, uh, beautiful areas like Irvine, um, Costa Mesa. Yeah, that whole area. So the city of Long Beach is a population of approximately 500,000. And we're right on the West Coast, as the name suggests. Ah, very good. And, you know, some yeah. of our viewers, listeners uh, are in little tiny places in the middle of the country with, you know, 100,000 people in town. And your little part of Long Beach has half a million people there. So is it a highly competitive marketplace that you work in? I would say it's highly competitive. Yes. Real now, estate how many is... agents are in that, in that immediate area? Oh, I don't have that statistic, unfortunately. Okay. So there's a lot, though. You know, we think about, you know, the MLS systems today and and these MLS systems just cover these big, expansive areas with, you know, in your area, thousands and thousands of real estate agents. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, this is rising star. We call this a rising star series. And, and you know, I was talking to Mike and Sabrina about it, and they said, well, Nancy's been around this for a long time. Why would you interview? You know, she's been around the Mike Ferry system, right, for some time. And let's really dig into why we would say rising star at this point in your career. Right. So, uh, you know, I was also talking to your coach and he said that you've had some really great, great movement forward recently. Could you help describe what's happened in your business and why? That's a great question. So this year will be my best year in my career. And I just closed my 50th transaction this week. So that's uh, along with my team. So I have a team that's pretty small. I have a partner and a full-time admin. And uh, we're on track to close 60 this year, which is the most we've ever done. Wow. So you're having this breakthrough. You know, yeah. I remember when Mike would say, you know, people call me an overnight sensation. He said, well, I've been working at this for my entire adult life of 50 some years. And they say, wow, you've gotten so, so big, so fast. Right. Um, and then we look at you 11 years in the business and, and 50 transactions. Right. We know that the average age around is going to close about four this year. So it's a it's a phenomenal thing. But I understand that you had had this number 50 for a while. 
you've been trying to break through this thrifty for a bit. What what caused it this year? Why the breakthrough now? <laughs> That's a great question. So I have been having this goal for a long time. I back before I started Mike Ferry, I was doing about 20 transactions a year, two transactions every month approximately, then got up to 30, 36. Last year did 44. I think the breakthrough is just getting the systems in place mm -hmm. and some of my skills improving gradually and being able to delegate. Ah. So yeah, one of the breakthroughs this year was I got to spend um, approximately three months out of the year working remotely. So my and husband- Was that because I, of the pandemic and things going on or what, you know, what caused the re working remotely? Yeah, so my husband and I were fortunate enough to purchase a second home, a little closer to our families mm -hmm. and just spend a little more time close to family and just kind of not be in the business, in working in the business all the time. Because what happens is when I'm in the business, I do work a lot. I work weekends and, and end up working a lot of hours. So we wanted to take a little time away and delegate more um, to my business partner, my buyer's agent, and just be able to be more of a business owner mm -hmm. and uh, figure out how to do things without having to do everything myself. This is so great. This is we because we come across this so often with agents that are trying to have a breakthrough themselves. And it's this whole idea of delegating the right things and understanding that delegation versus production. And so when you're here and you're working, you're working a lot, right? How many hours do you put in a week when you're here working? Probably 40 to 60 hours a week when I am in my market. Mm -hmm. And when I was working remotely, I was working more like four hours a day and then finding different ways to delegate work and still be very connected to my clients. Excellent. So you can maintain this high level of service, right? Working remotely, which the world allows today, right? Um, right. You're delegating, you've got these systems in place and your ability to do that has caused you to have your best income year ever and deals year ever. Right, exactly. So I plan to do the same in 2022 and keep, you know, perfecting the systems and um, having more of a team approach. Okay. Yeah. And so at 50, well, 60 transactions that you're going to push through this year, you know, what kind of income does that represent in Long Beach? It's approximately 600000 so my average commission to me, and I'm looking at just the net, not the gross closed, is about 10000 Okay. So a $10,000 average commission, which right. for many people, that's normal these days. And then for mm -hmm. some people, they're, you know, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. But, you know, you think about $600,000 in income. Um, and there's something that struck me that you said that... You, you said a small team, you have a partner and a small team. Are you on the path of, you know, what a lot of people are doing and build, building this great big, huge team and wanting to have, you know, 20 buyer's agents working for you? <laughs> that's a great question. I don't think so. I don't think that's what I'm looking for. Um, a big team would mean that I practically have a brokerage, which I, I'm not looking to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, more focused, smaller team. Yeah, and you work for for one of the greatest brokers. You work for Neil Schwartz. One, you know, Mike would say it's one of the, his longest term clients, right? 
and there's some advantages uh, with that naturally that come along with it. But you you don't see yourself in in having this this big team. You're going to stay within it and and just delegate to good ad- admin. You you said you do have a buyer's agent. Yes, I have a buyer's yeah. agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you had a buyer's agent for some time? She's been working with me since 2017 and started as my um, admin person and gradually took on the role of buyer's agent. Ah, excellent. Excellent. So, you know, in our coaching uh, program, you've been around our coaching for for some time. What has been the, the, would you say, the most successful part of the Mike Ferry sales system that you've been able to implement? Wow, what a great question. I think the biggest impact is growing as a listing agent. So before I entered the Mike Ferry program, I was doing 80% buyers mm-hmm. and about 20% sellers. And the fact that the Mike Ferry organization focuses on improving skills to take listings mm-hmm. is so important. And that importance doesn't go away in any market. And to me, that doesn't mean we stop working with buyers because they're so important and Every transaction needs a buyer, but if you only work buyers, then you can never develop inventory. And if you're a business owner, whether you have a a wine shop or a clothing shop, you need inventory. What a great point, right? And so like most agents in the beginning, you found yourself working primarily with buyers, right? 80% Mm -hmm. of your business coming from buyers and a small amount of sellers. And then you're saying that the Mike Ferry sales system has, has moved you into this spot, understanding the listing side. What's your ratio going to be this year? What percentage of those 60 deals is going to be listing sold versus buyer sales? It's about 60% listing sold and 40% buyer sales with uh, the majority of those buyer sales being a, a combination of me and my buyer's agent working on them. Wow. So you've yeah. completely flipped the script in this, in this, what I would say a relatively short time with, with MFO. Yes. You flipped it over. Okay. Yeah. And then where, where what, how are you getting the, how are you getting the listings that you're getting? I get them from my database and my database is comprised of my past clients and people I know personally through, you know, just my interactions and also door knocking. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my door knocking leads do become long-term database people that eventually become clients. Ah, I got you. So, so a lot of this is this past client center of influence that you're, you're working really well. And then this, this, these leads that you're generating are becoming a piece of that. And then you're you're converting those as well. Yep. Excellent. Are there any sources of business that you're trying to add into the mix as we move forward? Yes. I'm always trying to add new sources of business and yeah, having as many sources as possible. Yeah. I do work some for sale by owners, some expireds. I have worked probate, but with, you know, mixed results and I plan to do some more door knocking. Good for you. So mm-hmm. maybe going to add some door knocking in with the other sources to keep pushing it forward. Right. The other side of the coin, you know, we always ask great agents as they're coming through the system, you know, um, it's such a broad sweeping system that we have. What's the, what's the piece right now that you're working on or that you've struggled implementing with MFO so far? Hmm. Well, it's always a work in progress and there's always more to learn. 
So that's what I appreciate about the coaching calls. It's so customized. It can always be focused on, on what I'm currently working on. I'm always working on mindset and improving the mindset and um, just being able to, to plan for the new year and why I want to reach those bigger goals. Um, yeah. yeah, I hope that wasn't too vague. <laughs> no, not at all. Is, is business planning a big part of what you do uh, in yes. your business today? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I worked on my business plan. I have a coaching call later. So we'll talk more about that and why I want to reach those goals. Mm -hmm. Yes. So staying connected to this plan, obviously the, the coaching is personalized. It's, it's uh, the job. I know Tim, you have a great coach is the job is to, you know, find the right buttons to be pushing on at this moment, uh, what you need today to grow your business to the next level. You know, I didn't, when we started, I saw this, we're in this, this video format for this, for both audio and video. And I'm looking behind you and there's a, there's a board sitting behind you with a bunch of pictures. Yes. On. What is that? That is my vision board for the new year. Ah. So it's still a work in progress. I still have some blank spaces, but I have some properties I'd like to purchase, some places I'd like to go, Greece, Spain, Italy. And I have those there for me so that I can keep motivated and keep being inspired to do the work I do. Well, I heard, I heard a lot in what you said. It's a work in progress, which means you're constantly working to expand your vision. And you have this dream board that's, you know, the places I want to go, the things I want to have. You know, a lot of our coaching clients that listen into these and watch these are, are going to appreciate that. But there's a lot of our coaching cli clients that are also skipping that step. So hopefully uh, your, your example of having it right here with us is a, a great example of what we should all be doing to make sure we maintain a, a strong motivation going forward, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's so many steps that it's easy to skip because there's so many things to do in a day, but it's important to um, do these things, even though it doesn't seem important in the, in the short run or the medium run. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things I do is I write down my 10 gratitudes and goals every morning. Okay. And that really helps me to focus. So every day you sit down and write down your 10 gratitudes and your goals and you do yes. this daily? Yes. I mean, there are some days I might miss it, but it's better mm -hmm. if I do it every day. Oh, and goodness. it's not a big deal. It's when I drink coffee and just write down my gratitude. So it might be a simple thing like, you know, I have gratitude that one of my clients signed their loan documents yesterday, mm -hmm. right? Or I got to see my friends over the weekend, or I had a great night's sleep and I feel energized. So all of these gratefuls or thankfuls, and it just focuses our mind away from some of the problems and, you know, other things. Boy, I hope everybody that's listening, if you're not currently doing that, that you'll take that on as an exercise to get your mind right each day. What a great way to start, right? Mm -hmm. Could you describe, you know, everybody always wants to know somebody doing this level of production, which is really getting into this world-class production. Uh, when you're in this, this level of production, what, when you're here working, what's a normal day look like? Could you describe that's it? Okay, sure. So I start the day with those gratitudes and goals and coffee around 6.30, 7 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And at 7.30, I have a role play group that I belong to, the West Coast Role Play Group. That's from, you know, involved. Everybody is a premier coaching client on there. So there's a minimum standard to be in that group. 
And it's excellent. You get assigned a different role play partner every week. And that way I can practice the scripts and dialogues. And then at eight o'clock, I begin prospecting. So I have this kind of mini goal to call at least 10 people between eight and 9 a.m. And while that seems early, it's actually a great time because some people, it's before they start their work day and they actually have time to talk. And so prospecting goes from eight to 11.30, then I break for lunch and my afternoons are in the field. So I wanna go on appointments or if I don't have appointments, go door knocking. Appointments may be with buyers or sellers mm -hmm. or it might be a TLC visit with somebody who's not ready to list, but they would like to meet me and they'd like to talk about their home. So I'm in the field in the afternoon and I work till about five, sometimes a little later if, if showings go later, for example. What's so great is to hear it over and over again and hear it from you that the schedule can be so simple, defined, right? Um, can be so pure in nature. It's not complex at all. Um, you're not working, you know, you know, 16 hour work days, like a lot of agents say they have to do to do 50, 60, 70 transactions. Right. But it, it's defined in nature and, and it's, it's textbook as far as I'm concerned with, with MFO. Right. So, yeah, it really works. Yeah, yeah. Because you get the combination of being in the office in the morning and then being out in the field in the afternoon. So it's a nice break. If everybody could just um, be in the <laughs> office in the morning to find some business, be out in the uh, field in the afternoon to do some business, if you could just be that simple and that direct every single day, you're going to make a lot of money, right? I agree. So, so what's next? What, what uh, have you got your sights on? What have you set for goals for the upcoming year? For the upcoming year, I do have a business plan and my coach said you're actually set up to do 100 deals. So um, I need to wrap my head around that and get to work. Boy, I just, I, I love that thought is, is you, you know, I was in the twenties and then got to the 30 transaction. I kind of got stuck there. And then I had this breakthrough with delegation and I'm breaking through 50 into 60 transactions. And now I got my sights on a hundred. Yeah. Right? Exciting. Um, can you speed up the process and, and not stall out this time and, and blow through that hundred transactions? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Tony? I think you can. I think oh, you can, wow. right? With just Thank some you. of the things you've described to me are major hurdles that you've moved out of your way for production, which is great, right? So I always like to wrap up our time together because we could spend hours and hours, right? But I always like to wrap up our time with your thoughts on, you know, if you, you get this chance with a, a group of people that are pretty loyal to these, uh, you know, to our videos and audio series, what advice would you give anybody listening in today? Advice, that's a great question. So I feel that what divides low production to higher production is prospecting. And I know that's boring to hear, but when I talk to some agents and they're saying they're having a hard time with this year and, and such, I don't feel that they're making outgoing calls. And I make outgoing calls every day because I have to make outgoing calls. So I log on to, um, I have two sources actually. I have a Google Hangout mm -hmm. with my mastermind group and a lot of them live on the East Coast. So they're up and at it at 6 a.m. you know, 6 a.m. my time, 9 a.m. their time, they're already prospecting and they're on the Google Hangout. I get to hear them. I that's normal for me. Huh. So they're calling expireds, they're calling their database. 
And I'm going to do that too, because we're pack animals, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to do what our peers are doing. So, and then I have a Zoom office with Century 21 Masters with Neil that I get on later. And then I'm prospecting with people on there. So I'm surrounding myself with people who prospect and that's just normal. So when I meet another agent that doesn't prospect or doesn't call, I mean, it's going to be very difficult to get leads without calling. Boy, I have to tell you, you say, you say what may be boring for some people. It's music to my ears, okay? <laughs> I love hearing it. Is, is the difference between low producers and high producers is that you find a way to hold yourself accountable to prospecting and calling people. Right. Right. Boy, if everybody could take another major step in that direction, if you aren't already there, I hope everyone does. Right. Well, I always like to leave, if you'd like to leave a phone number, if somebody wants to you know, refer you business, I know you're open for business. So if there's a phone number somebody could reach you at or an email address, would you like to leave one of those for anybody that's paying attention today? Absolutely. Yes. Feel free to call me if you have any clients that want to make a move in the Southern California area. And my direct cell phone number is 310-739-8272. And I'll be happy to help. I love it. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to spend with me. Um, thanks for this little series that we're doing. And there's no doubt in my mind that you're a rising star and the sky is the limit. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, Tony. I appreciate it. And this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.